welcome to Does the Shoe Fit? I'm your host, Taylor, and today our guest speaker is Shannon. Uh, Shannon, go ahead and introduce yourself. What do you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Shannon Smith, and I am one of the mental health therapists here at LMB Counseling, um, and I'm also the clinical director for the company. Um, so in terms of therapy, um, I work with all ages, but my the age I love the most is teenage, young adult. Um, and then one of my specialty areas that I love working with is trauma. Yes. So. Okay. A little bit about me, because this is our first episode. My name is Taylor, and I'm also a clinician here, and I do the communications and culture coordinator for LNB Counseling. Um, we have the same licensure. We are both LCMHCAHAs. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's we're bonded by that. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, everyone else is social workers here, so yep. that's fun. Yep. Um, and let's see, age-wise, like the things that I like, I also enjoy teenage. Mm -hmm. The age is just so, so fun to work with. Their brains are so flexible. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, I love the teenage age as well. I also do couples counseling, and mm -hmm. that is my passion, is couples counseling. So we have different views of things, and mm -hmm. so I think that'll be interesting, especially with our topic today. Yep. which is the new Dahmer series on Netflix called Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yes. It's been big on Netflix right now. It's been really big. And to put out first, Taylor and I are both huge crime murder podcast people. Yep. Some would say it's too far, but that's okay. It's fine. Um, we obviously bond over it. Maybe that's so, why we're therapists. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think the big part of it is like we love diving into the minds of people mm -hmm. and figuring out like maybe why things happened the yes. way they happened. And I think these are extremely interesting conversations, especially because Dahmer's timeline was at a in a time where we weren't talking about these things. Yeah. Not so at all. a lot of it went misunderstood or not even discussed and to look back it's harder to distinguish some of these things from like a 20 year difference yeah that's so true or even more than 20 years so true at this point it is 2022 yeah <laughs> i mean 70s and 80s like it was not normal to go to counseling no um and honestly that stigma still exists somewhat today too of mm -hmm. you know a counseling is only for crazy people we hate that word right um but uh you know you didn't go unless unless something was really wrong with you right um loves that it's so normalized today mm -hmm. but I wonder like if it was more normalized back then how much more could have been caught mm -hmm. like explored talked about yep before all of this like the warning signs would oh have been yeah more understood I mean just from his birth, I mean, from pregnancy on, I, there's just so many factors. And we'll definitely get into that in yeah. a couple of bullet points. Yes, <laughs> um, there's lots of stuff to dive There's into. so much to go into. Yeah. But first, I think we wanted to talk about what's our overall thoughts on the show? Yeah, well, I mean, I personally love Evan Peters. Oh, yes. So <laughs> Evan Peters, great. if you're out yes. there. <laughs> love you. Huge fan. Um, yep. I mean, I've, he was all the way back in like, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. I know. Kills me. Um, but American Horror Story, he can mm -hmm. play anything. Oh, great actor. Um, from all the things that I've watched on Dahmer, I think Evan Peters 
portrayed him really, really well. Yes. That's the same vibe I've gotten from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone that's ever portrayed him or talked about him. Yep. So. And I, I've never watched the Dahmer tapes, and that's something I would like to do to mm-hmm. kind of compare. But from the few scenes that I've seen, I feel like Evan Peters did a really great job of portraying who he was like the monster that he was and that's a tough role like we've heard of other actors that play these tough roles really getting to them and so I hope that doesn't happen to him yeah I've actually heard Um, a lot about that like people keep saying like I hope Evan's going to counseling to talk about having played this role and just like the emotional toll it takes to Mm -hmm. play something like that right and my only like thought because he has done this before with American Horror Story and tends to play people like this I think he probably has a good handle on it and he understands it which but maybe the flip side is the more you do it maybe the worse it gets right so right you could really go either way with that right which is interesting you totally could um I think one of the other things that sticks out to me from the show is just how long he went undetected Mm -hmm. um, and very much based on who he targeted Mm -hmm. um, whether or not he targeted that knowing or not knowing Mm. area he lived in right um, you know I I don't think he knew I don't think he did on purpose yeah I don't that's I don't want to say it was intentional but yeah then again, I don't know. But who knows? Right. But I feel like in every... He was pretty forthcoming in a lot of the interviews and stuff. Um, and he never once said it was a hate crime. Right. I just think he knew that he could get away with it. Right. Um, and maybe even, like, maybe he was attracted right. to those, like, he totally could have specific, been... like, those people. And unfortunately, that was his, like, if I'm attracted to you, I want right. to keep you forever. Right. And, like, that's... Right. Not right. <laughs> and the, no, not at all. And the area that he lived in. Right. I mean, and that he. That was the people. Yeah. He lived in like a, a really, really low income mm-hmm. area. And that's what he was surrounded. Right. With, unfortunately. Right. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a, an injustice piece there. For sure. Um, and you can see that in the series with, you know, the neighbor calling cops and yep. cops not doing anything about it. And then. Also, the cops, like, not wanting to go into the apartment because gay things. Yep. So, you know, then then that stigma and and whatnot. Right. Um, And it's funny because in the show, and I don't know how true this is, but in the show, Dahmer used that. He said, oh, it's just a gay thing. We're we're homosexuals. Trying to get the police. To not come in to the apartment. Which is insane. And it almost worked. Or, like, at least in some circumstances when right the most chilling and horrifying and I knew I've since we're crime junkies we've listened to mm-hmm. podcasts and mm-hmm. seen multiple movies and stuff even though some of them are not true um about Jeffrey Dahmer and so I knew about this specific the 14 year old oh my gosh who oh. he claims was his boyfriend when it is clearly a child and it, it breaks my heart that scene was it's Oof. so hard. I yeah. could honestly barely like yeah, watch that was it. It's terrible. A tough, to watch. tough. Yeah. Just the really cops was. did not. They did not do their job. No. At all. No. And that's like the pieces you're supposed to be protecting people. Right. That's your job. Right. And and I don't know how close you know this specific series is on portraying, um, 
you know, the, the consequences of the cops, like the end of the series, the cops like get reinstated. I don't know how true that is. So I, dear God. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, the show, I looked into that because Mm -hmm. I like to Google like what was true and what was not. Yeah. The show, I guess, portrays that they win like officer of the year, but that's not true. Um, yeah. So I think the show does that. And then what's actually true is they are reinstated in 94 and one of them goes on to be the, like, some high up in um, the union, the officer's union. So they do. And they got back pay. That's the thing that pissed me off the most. They got back pay. Ooh, Mabelo's boiling over here. So they oh. nothing happened. And that's so shitty. Right. So, so awful. Yeah. Um, so awful. Like... How did how did no one think this is not okay? Just even in that time frame, yeah. Like how did how did no one you know take a step back and say that's not okay? I mean, a lot of it blows my mind. Just even in general, like you protect humans. This is a human. Who cares what they look like or right. who they love or whatever that is? Like that is a human being. Right. Right. A fourteen-year-old human being. I mean, and all I the other human beings too that could have been saved if the cops just listened. If they had, to yeah. now, I will say I think the character in the show, Glenda, is that his other neighbor. Yeah. So she's actually a composite character right. that encompasses that. everyone in the building, but the Glenda Whoever called about. Yeah. Okay. And then she's a real person, but she lived across the street right. in a different apartment. Right. But they kind of made a composite character, which makes sense to do that, to shove it all into one, just to have that kind of influence. But she was a real person. But the show kind of added a lot to her with more of the composite of everybody. Of all of that around there. She did an amazing job at playing that role, too. Like, pulling in everything, for sure. Um, But, yeah, just thinking about all the people that could have been... Saved. saved from this um i mean it's absolutely heartbreaking um and something you know i have been thinking about is like how how did he get to be that way mm-hmm. you know and as question mental, of the year yeah the question <laughs> of the year i mean as mental health therapists like we do a lot of you know how did things develop mm-hmm. um thought patterns behaviors beliefs all that kind of stuff um, and then you can get into the conversation of nature versus nurture. My and, favorite conversation, yes, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, what could have been different? Mm-hmm. So in terms of nature versus nurture, the way, and everyone has different opinions on it, I think it's coming more clearly one, not one, but like both directions. It's mm-hmm. both, essentially. I think nature and nurture play a role. And I feel like that's more widely known by now. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the way that it was explained to me growing up was that nature, it's like a deck of cards. And nature deals you your cards. So you're Mm -hmm. born with different cards, genetically, whatever that is. It's a good way to describe it. Different genetic predispositions. Mm -hmm. And then nature is what cards you play. Right. So the nature aspect is kind of what predispositions get played out. Right. Um, so it is both. Right. There are, someone could be maybe born one way and have the perfect nature where these things don't necessarily happen and then vice versa. Like, yeah. you could have these really good 
cards, but then the negative ones are played instead because of your nurture. And, and it's like, that's right. kind of how I've always whole, seen that. That's like, I think that's a really good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Like with the cards, you know, like the cards you're dealt mm-hmm. kind of thing. The cards you're dealt. Um, and what experiences make some of those cards stronger yep. than others. Yep. Um, I think from the series, you can definitely see both, like mm-hmm. both things that he experienced. Yep. Very much so. And I mean, one of them just starting with his mom. Yeah. Um, and you had said you looked into a little bit too, like the, the drug use that was going on. Yeah. I think there, I, th- I think that was true. Um, it was that she was on a lot of things while pregnant and a lot of those things you're not on while pregnant anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, think yeah. about, oh, that's a good, that's yeah. a good point. Like it was, I mean, people used to smoke uh-huh. while pregnant. Like it wasn't, there wasn't a Knowledge. notion that said, don't do this. Right. You know? And so we have to take that into, right. into I don't account. think it's her fault. They didn't no. know. And like doctors no. weren't, te- doctors were telling her, yeah, this is fine. And of right. course, like if the doctors are telling you that, you're going to believe it. Right. So right. to me, like it was just unknowledge, like just lack of knowledge in that area of how much prescriptions drugs can affect a fetal mm-hmm. or a fetus in mm-hmm. utero. Whatever those, mm-hmm. the right. names are. Yeah. Um, but now we know, so looking back, it sucks because it's like, oh, you just want to, don't yeah, do that. Like, don't, don't do take that. that. Don't, yeah. you know, and I know she yeah. suffered from things in general, which affected after he was born, right. how he was raised. And, you know, you were saying some yeah. things about. Yeah, I have read and um, in fact checked this in multiple places that his mom didn't let anybody touch him mm-hmm. like after he was born as in like he never got skin to skin contact which is huge huge and again nobody knew people didn't know a whole lot about attachment styles right back then right um i mean now we know how important it is for you know love and affection and skin to skin contact like from you Birth. know from day one and mm-hmm. i don't know if that includes like she didn't give him that or if she wouldn't let other people just other people do that um but either either way right I mean I I I think I tend to probably think that he didn't get it from her yeah either that is the way and that's the way the show kind of portrayed it too and I know that there are things about the show that are not 100% true so gotta take things with a grain of salt and look up you know the other things and maybe not just google it randomly but fact check and really find really really do your research guys do the research um but essentially from what the show goes and says it it did seem like there was tension in the family regardless of specifically what it was i'm assuming that that is a truth like a broad truth that the family had some tension going on yeah like the instability between his parents yes and which probably was true given that they did divorce right or separate right um they did so yeah yeah a little big piece into that um i know the the fact about him having a younger brother oh yeah wait i know that yep yeah he changed his name did he yes i mean to be fair i would too yeah i get that (laughs) do you know if the younger brother was that same parents i think it was it was because yeah. she yes right it's his full it's his blood full blood brother younger brother but i know that since 
I mean, right away when all of it was kind of going down, he was a little bit older. Um, I think he changed his name and basically tried to make a new life for himself and to get away from that. And it's actually kind of nice in the show, they mention that he has a brother and they really barely show the brother. Um, so that I feel like they're trying to keep the integrity of true life him him not wanting to be known. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, like I don't, based on the series, I don't know how true this is you know, factually, but mm-hmm. to me, it seemed like the younger brother got so much more attention, attention mm-hmm. and love and affection. It did seem that way. And I, again, I don't know if that's true or not, Yeah. but um, I think it just goes into play of like, they're blood brothers mm-hmm. and one of them turned out one way and one of them turned, turned out, out the other. Yep. You Nature know? versus nurture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, when when mom left, she took the younger brother, mm-hmm. you know, and told Jeffrey, him. like, fend for yourself, basically. Right. You know, even though he was 17, mm-hmm. clearly fending for himself didn't, you know, no, didn't go too well. Um, shows we all need some boundaries and rules, everybody. Yes. So. Yes, boundaries, rules, and if you're 17 or you're a teenager and you think you know things, you don't. Yeah. We've Unfortunately. Been, we've been there. We get that. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially with him being, there's so many things and what they've shown him growing up were like boundaries and rules and things that he was fixated on weren't discussed like yeah. properly. And yeah. I think it's just one thing after another leading to like exploring further when it could have been caught earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, something I picked up on is his it's not that his dad didn't accept him this is my view based on the show like his sexual orientation Mm -hmm. but his dad never addressed it Mm -hmm. you know it was like always kind of talked around and it was you know pretty clear um at least the way they portrayed it in the show but never talked about and I mean obviously that's still an issue today Mm -hmm. but like let's think back to then right way more of an issue um but we know because we see clients all the time Mm -hmm. how much it affects them to not have Mm -hmm. support to not feel supported from their parents for sure it's a huge yeah it's a huge piece of it Mm -hmm. um so like i I have to think that that played a role too it must so many things Mm -hmm. and it's like hiding is secret keeping yeah. and I wonder if that also kind of played a role in like well if I'm keeping this secret like maybe I can, I can keep, keep other these other secrets too. and if it's not talked about like I don't know like he knew something was wrong with him but he never tried to stop it either right um right and yeah so it's just so interesting how it all plays a role and it's just so unfortunate um that it ended up helping him I know like do more I know which is do a lot a lot of damage and you know in the show they really portray like how terrible the dad Lionel feels like when he finds out everything right what could I have done differently like Mm -hmm. what did I not explore further like I saw these things and it's there was no education around any of that like the term serial killer wasn't a term until like the 70s or 80s anyways i'm pretty sure Back watch somewhere. if you watch mind hunters that's how yeah. they come up with it and that yeah. was sometime in that time frame mm-hmm. um 
double check. I gotta double check that, but sometime around <laughs> there. But like, there wasn't these things to know, signs to look out for. Mm-hmm. There wasn't this knowledge about it. Like, okay, maybe my kid's just like a little odd. Right. You know. Right. But yeah. But it's still, even if it's like, okay, my kid's a little odd. You still have to like teach them how to be a human. Right. And I don't think he was taught how to be a human. No. And no. It's just a tough... I feel like this was a lot of nature and nurture together. Yeah. And, like, a lot of environmental factors, a lot of, like, fetus factors, a lot of different factors. A lot of factors. Um, A lot of factors. And it's, like, being an outsider even in high school, like, he didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah, he didn't. Um, And, like, that... So We are social creatures. Um, Humans, we need to socialize. We need... Mm -hmm people we contact we need attachments we need all these things and he didn't have he didn't have, it. He didn't have that. that he really he didn't, didn't have guidance really from parents and or friends no. to understand what is right and wrong and um that's tough right it really is and we see that so much now mm-hmm. i mean just how how much harder it is to get through like a school day mm-hmm. when like for our clients when they don't feel like they have good friends or they don't have someone to talk to or they don't have a support system. And I mean, we obviously know like how clearly that affects someone's mental health, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's to say like, you know, as we talk about Dahmer as a kid, um, another podcast that I listen to likes to say, you know, I feel bad for the kid, but not the adult. Mm -hmm. So like, I do feel bad for the kid who didn't ask for those things necessarily, but his mm-hmm. actions as an adult, I do not feel bad for. That is yeah. his crimes. That is horrible. Yeah. But it's like I separate the two, kind yeah. of. Like, I feel bad for his upbringing, but once he's an adult and he knows what he's doing, I don't feel bad about that. Right. Like, in terms of him. I right. do feel bad for the victims, but not right. the killer. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point, actually. I don't know. Lay that out there. <laughs> yeah. that's. I mean, that's a good point. It makes me think of, too, like you know, 18 is, like, adult age, it's, like, what's the difference between a 17 and 18-year-old? Not much. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, really not much. And so it's... Brain-wise, not much. No. No. Your brain is still very much developing until, what, Mm -hmm. 24 26 26, Yeah, Yeah. somewhere around there. So, and, like, right around... That was was his time. So... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Interesting. I know. So many different factors with this. I feel like we could honestly go on and on and on yes. about it. Yes, that and is fair. Clearly, we're very passionate about <laughs> all this kind of stuff. Yes, it is very but interesting. It is. It really is. Yes. We can move on to another okay. topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to basically the show in general, kind of looking at it as how it portrays Dahmer, and I think we've, we've kind of said already that it is fairly accurate. There are some inaccuracies, mm-hmm. of course, but it is, for the most part, the trials apparently were pretty accurate. That's what Actually, I read. Yeah, I have read that too. Especially the um, the woman who, like, basically lunges at Dahmer. Mm-hmm. That was real. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I totally understand that. And yeah. it would probably be real for me too. Yeah, uh-huh. I think I'd have some some outbursts. Some words. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have I'd some have words. Some words. Choice um, words. Choice words, yeah. And, but... In terms of how the, the it was filmed, I wanted to say my opinions. Um, I, I feel like everyone I've talked to like loves this show, thinks it was so good, so interesting, and I and I don't know if it's because I have 
known the story of Dahmer. Like I've said, mm-hmm. I've listened to podcasts about it before. I've done my own research into things. So I kind of knew what was going to happen. So to me, I kind of found it a little slow. Yeah, it was, it was a little. It, it was, was a little, a little slow. slow. Um, and the thing that I didn't like about it was I understand with artistic, you know, whatever. They, they did it out of order. Um, uh, yeah. Chronologically. It was confusing. It's confusing. If you don't know and you're not writing down the years of what's going on, you don't, if you were to think back, do you know what his first crime was? Do you know what the third one was? Right? Like, you don't. Right. It doesn't give you a good, like. Timeline of it. Timeline of it. Um, I will say the first one was Stephen Hicks, the hitchhiker. Right. And that um, was when he was, like, young. Young. Yeah. I think he was still in high school. Or right. 18? Somewhere or something there. like that. Maybe he was 18. I think, yeah. I remember that one. And then, do you know how much time lapsed between, like, that one and then... I think it was a... It was not short. Like, it was a long Right, that's what I thought, too. ...time period. Right. He did stop for a little bit. Right. But, Which, again, really it was... interesting to me, too, because... Yeah. ...just usually you do... ...a serial killer mm-hmm. would do one thing... And then it fuels them right. to do more. And they want to do more and more. And clearly that happened later on. Right. But it's like, how did he do the first one? Mm-hmm. And then Did he feel remorse? Did he feel guilt? I know. For like a brief second and then right. go right back? Right. So interesting. Right. And clearly, I mean, he went into the military during that time, college, he, all that. And there was, you know, stories about him. He did do bad things in the military. Right. Right. Yeah. But there wasn't any... At least. No, I think he did, like, tie somebody up and, like, do something. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. If he, like, just beat him up or, like, tried to rape him. I can't remember yeah. exactly. There was something. There was something. And he he was an alcoholic. That right. was a that real. Was, yeah. That was really revving up. Yeah. During that time. And I wonder if that was, I mean, a part, substance use, right? A huge part of yeah. just. They really do hit on that, too. Yeah. In the show. Mm-hmm. Lowers your inhibitions. Mm-hmm. Like, you may do things that, I mean, think of anyone who gets drunk. You might do things that you don't normally do. Yeah. But for a serial killer, yeah. <laughs> you may end up killing a lot of people. And a right. lot of times, he was intoxicated when he was. he was killing people. He was. Like, they very clearly show, you know, when he was slipping something into someone's drink like he was drinking too he was drinking too yeah and though maybe you know slipping something in someone's drink is gonna obviously make them be way worse he still wasn't sober right no no he wasn't i think there was even times where at least it was portrayed in the show that he like blacked out yes and like woke up and that's real like what i do whether that includes remorse like i don't know but right you know still the hotel example in... Now, I don't know if he actually accidentally drugged himself, if that was real. I was wondering that, too. Um, I didn't... I couldn't figure that out when yeah. I was reading. I was like, did he, like, drug himself? Like, I don't know. Right. But the fact that he blacked out and woke up to the guy's chest being caved in, that was real. He didn't remember that. <sighs> which is wild. Oh, my gosh. That was awful to see. And that's also horrifying. Like, who do we know that we're just, like... <laughs> Walking or, past in life that, and that has, freaks me out. Yeah, has the capability to do that. To do something like yeah. that. That's like, pretty wild. You, you don't know what, I mean, we could even talk about, like, substances and, like, inducing psychotic features, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. was that a factor? We I don't. wonder if it was. Yeah, Because he started know. drinking pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and that's, yeah. 
And that's another thing. The earlier you do that, the more effect it has on your brain. Right. And, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he probably had some psychosis going on prior to that. But I wonder if it just, like, ramped it up, right? That nature right. versus nurture right. it made it come out quicker. It right. made it worse. Right. Um, Again, like, the perfect storm. The perfect storm. Which is insane. Right. Absolutely crazy. But yes, going back to the chronological <laughs> order yeah, of the show, <laughs> that bothered me because I do like to think back and know, oh, that was the first scene, so that was his first kill, you know. I would have rathered that, but I get why they did it the way they did to be more, like, interesting. Mm-hmm. And not it, you can't please everybody. So, right. you know, right. a lot of other people that I talked to loved it and disregarded that, but for me, <laughs> for you, it, it was, bothered me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the only reason why it didn't bother me too much is because I, I knew the timeline more so. Yeah. Um, but, like, so did, so did you. I so, did, too. You know, like, but it can go I would have liked but it to was, see it that way. It was confusing. Yeah. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. I'm really interested with, we'll both have to watch the tapes. Yes. And then. To see how to that s- is. To see how that is. Um, started it. But, uh, so we got to, we'll have to do that. Um, do another episode on the tapes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, that's the, that's him. That's like him. those, that's real in there. Um, and so I would, you know, love to see like how accurate is that based on other people that have portrayed him, you right. know, other series that have been about mm-hmm. him. That's so, true. That'd be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I did want to touch on is the silenced episode. Oh, uh, that broke my heart. Oh. That was probably the hardest episode for me to watch. Yeah, that was, oh, like, yeah. chills, as uh, Britt and Ashley would say from Crime Junkies, uh, full body chills. Full body that's chills. What, that's what they say. <laughs> Love them. Um, but, uh, yeah, absolutely gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, and I've heard different things. There are d- different people say, oh, they did know each other for a while. And some people say, no, they didn't know each other for a while. And I think it's more of his family, Tony's family, saying that they didn't know each other. Mm. But at the same time, who knows how much Tony told them. Right. But they could have been great. Like, they, maybe they were super close and he did tell them everything. And that's true. So I don't right. know. But Tony's friends have said that they did know each other for right. a while. Um, and it sucked because the way the show portrayed it, I was like, wow, this would be so cute if it wasn't a murderer doing this. If he wasn't, like, grooming him. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I got, like, grooming vibes. Oh, yeah. From that. And I feel like something has to be said about that was his only victim that he, like, had a relationship with with yeah you know and yes I know there's like different accounts on how long they knew each other um Mm -hmm. I wonder if the tapes will be more specific like if right that he himself says what the relationship was like but what what was it about him which makes me think going back to what we said before I think Jeffrey really did have romantic feelings for these people and like he was attracted to these people and to me it's like if it's a hate crime, you're not doing that. You're, no. Necessarily. No. I don't, um, I don't think so. I don't, personally, I don't think so. Like, I've yeah, I mean, I, heard I of a agree. lot of other hate crimes, and it is not in that direction. It is no. much worse. No. So. Like, I think the, I think the romantic feelings really were there. Like, he was longing yeah. for that. It's just, like, but it now was not in the right direction. Like, I think, uh-huh. you know, it's easy to say, like, longing for, like, 
like the warmth of like a hug, like yeah. a cuddle, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's a partner, parent, friend, like whatever it is. Yep. But for him, it was just like, it went past that. But yeah. I could see how he was longing for it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and part of me thinks, what if they met earlier? Like, what if he would have found that comfort in high school? Oh like, gosh. you know what I mean? So true. If that would have changed anything right. or would, would it have not? Have made it different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I have to believe it would have made some difference. I don't know what kind of difference. Right. But, I mean, just that, like, we know that attachment styles can change mm-hmm. based on our experiences. Yeah. They can grow. So they can grow. They can develop. Mm-hmm. You know, you... They can go negatively with trauma. Yeah, yeah, they can go negatively. They can change positively. But Mm -hmm. yeah, what if he had met him Mm -hmm. sooner? What if that had been like an influential attachment style Mm -hmm. early on? Mm -hmm. I agree, though. I was, I had that thought of like, oh my God, like they would have been really cute Cute. together. Like if it, if it wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer, if someone who would have, because, and I don't know how true this part is, but they did show how Tony oftentimes whenever he said, I'm deaf, or he would write down, I'm deaf, people would just walk away. That broke my heart. Oh, I hated that. That, actually, I was like, I want to protect him so badly. I know. I know. And I knew where it was going, because I, like, have heard, and I knew that this was one of his victims, but... This no. poor guy, like, someone just gave him the time of the day, and, and it was a serial killer. I know. Like, how I know. awful. I know. And I wonder, too, if maybe, you know, maybe if he had noticed, like, signs, you know, little, little red flags here and there, mm-hmm. maybe it would have been harder for him to, like, act on those or to walk away because there was this person who was paying him, like, attention Right. And not walking away from him and, like, right. not seeing him yeah. just for his disability. Right. You know? So some of those red flags may have been overlooked. Yeah. And that's tough. Because, I have I mean, being a relationship counselor, too, I hear that all the time with people. So it's like when you're involved, you don't see those red flags. They get overlooked sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's yeah. until you're able to take a step back, mainly when things dissolve and the relationship ends up, like, breaking up Mm -hmm. then they look back and go oh wow those were a lot of red flags that I just did not notice and I justified and I made excuses for and this could play a role here too like maybe he was justifying some of it making excuses for it because he liked him yeah Yeah. oh that sucks I know I know it's it's really heartbreaking to think about and you know pulling back into the injustice piece like you know gay african-american and a disability like come on yeah that is the and oh my gosh and that just like makes my heart hurt even more like it just sucks I know I know but I know that um the families of the victims have had some interesting thoughts about the show yeah Um, I've heard and read some of that they're not a fan (laughs) no not a fan which I I definitely understand um I do think the show brings attention in a way of, like, let's acknowledge what happened and Mm -hmm. bring attention, um, you know, for recognition of, like, of of what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can see how it's bringing back up the trauma. Yes. And maybe putting out more details than the family would have wanted wanted to be out there. Right. Because I could see, like, you know, families, I mean, it... 
they probably haven't even moved on, right? Like that trauma is so huge that it is really, really tough. And to put it back into the spotlight, to become so popular, to have to relive that, I get why that may not be great um, and would probably not be fun or and it would suck. But I mean, in, in terms of the show being made, I feel like it is a good thing because of showing they showed that social injustice piece like they really they did they didn't ignore it they showed it right. and that's a really big concern even like sometimes today even oh yeah and so like yeah. like that needs to be hit on that needs to be hit on and the names are public record they are like unfortunately are. i yeah. get that it this does make it more popular and it does bring it up whereas maybe the families could have forgotten about it or tried to as best as they could, but it is public record, so if anyone did want to know, they could. could. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's definitely been more than put out there. Yeah, honestly, it's almost like Jeffrey not only took away their, like, sons, but also their, like, invisibility, their privacy. Like, being part of that takes away a lot of things. Yeah, and especially when it's, like, a serial killer as prominent as As popular. Yeah. yeah, and that's been talked about so much. But, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, this amount of time later, like, knowing that a series is coming out about, you know, right. like, your brother or, right. like, your cousin. I mean, that's just, it's, oh, it's gut right. And I don't know if the show, I heard that the show did not talk to the families. That's what I heard, too. Of the victims. And so to not even know that a show is coming out and next thing you know, oh, look, it's the number one popular show on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that's that's my kid that yeah. was killed. Or, like, that yeah. was my brother. That was my, you know. Yeah. Like, that's, and that would be we, shocking. Oh, for sure. And then the, um, like, the obsession with, serial killers which like mm-hmm. w- were two of those people I know that sorry that, that feel that way <laughs> right um, and I I think for me it's like I want to dive into the mind of these people yes but I also just find this stuff incredibly interesting, interesting. but you know it's you know one of the top shows on Netflix right now and yeah. um you know we're sitting here like we want to go watch the the tapes that they mm-hmm. you know and um I can see it both ways that like it's good to have the knowledge and the understanding and I can see how for the families it's like please don't romanticize this yes you know like right. like it's knowledge is one thing but like obsessing and romanticizing and making it like a cool like that's insane like should yeah, not be yeah cool. that's a that's a very different part of it right and I think there's a line that needs to be in between right. those two things and it gets blurred there are people who obsess and go too far with it um freaking any... wrote Dahmer when he was in prison yeah with and i mean this happens with all serial killers it does which is insane it does um yeah it, but i guess he's not any less of that attention um yeah which is wild to yeah. me so absolutely crazy yeah i mean it'd be interesting like and we talked about this his brain like oh, to yeah. be studied or not to be studied and honestly yeah. I don't know. I now this is something I do not know about. But if he's dead, how much of the brain can you can you study right. without it being like right? Because we know we we can do scans on 
a right. lot of brains and see different things popping off right. and what that means. You can see different scans of, I mean, dif- different illnesses in brains, mm-hmm. like different activity, but what would... And at that time, what would they have done? Yeah. Frozen it? <laughs> Let's yeah. wait 20 years until our technology's better, because I don't yeah. even know what they could have studied back then. I don't know. And for anybody something. who doesn't know, um, and this is true, true facts, that um, his mom wanted the brain to be not cremated and wanted it to be kept for, to be studied on for science. Mm -hmm. And his dad said, no way. Um, And there was a solid debate over it. And I, they ended up deciding not to keep it. Yep. Um, But there's been talk about like, what could we have learned from that? I don't know what we could have learned. I'm not a brain scientist. Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole nother realm for me. Right. But, I'm not um, a uh, dead brain scientist. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not that either. Um, but it's like, then how long would they have had to hold on to it? Right. Like, we're talking 30, 30 years. Mm-hmm. 40 years. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. Where would it be? I don't, I don't know. know. But it's so, not around, So. Yeah. So there's that piece, too. It would be interesting. I wish there was more science behind that like that we could test for the serial killer gene like how interesting mm. now i don't think that is a because we've talked about it's a lot of things i don't think that's a thing right right <laughs> um, there's not one gene there's not one gene yeah um but it would be interesting to kind of see if there is any similarities between brains but i feel like there's not a lot of serial killer these days that we know about that we know about <laughs> that is true that is we can we can get into all that too <laughs> i mean science and you know detective work is way 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 better at this point right um but then they get caught earlier yeah but nature versus nurture is still a thing social right. injustice still a thing is still a thing um there are different uh i mean just different areas you know like um, a, a impoverished area versus not like mm-hmm. whether or not you know someone goes undetected right like did right like that like those things still still exist but yes yeah. grateful that the science is much stronger right these days to catch them sooner yeah but yeah i mean you're right i think a big area in that is prostitution oh, yeah. oh i hear all like i mean all the serial killers all the knowledge <laughs> it they target mm-hmm. those groups because you know they're lesser yeah um yeah. is it's no one's looking into it as much. Right, which sucks because yeah. they are not lesser. They're humans. Right, they're so. humans. <laughs> they are humans. So. Yes, exactly. Um, well, I feel like that was a good yeah. topic on... Yeah, I feel um, like it was. I mean, we could literally... No, we really... We really could. This... We really <laughs> could. We could. We, really could. we, we could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could go on forever about this we, topic. And... I'm sure we'll come back to it. Yes. Too. I think it would be cool to come back to it, especially if we watch the tapes to see what that was like, how he was presented right. himself without it being an actor. Right. Um, right. That could be cool, too. It would also be cool if we could get feedback from our viewers to see, like, maybe what they yes. want to know more about or yes. dive further into. Like, what topics within the Dahmer yeah. atmosphere would you like to know? Um, yeah. And in that case... I'm going to create an email. Perfect. This was an idea I've had. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if you have any questions or thoughts or whatever, email us. Um, The email's in the show notes. Yes. So I'll put those there um, so that you can contact us about topics. Yeah. 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 So I guess overall, does the shoe fit? Mm. Um, 
yes or no. I mean, I don't even know what the shoe's fitting. I know what. <laughs> yeah. Um, technically, I would say that. Like, okay, let's say the, the show. Does the show portray it enough? Like accurately enough? Does the shoe fit? I I think it did a good job mm-hmm. of portraying it. I think so too. I do. Now, of course, it's not perfect. So no, maybe there's like not. a half, maybe an inch. The shoe's squeezing. Right, right. <laughs> it's the it's a, doesn't like perfectly fit, but it like fits. It it like fits enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say that. I would I would say so. Okay. Yes. Um, a lot of it was pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. I think there was some good stuff we were able to point out that wasn't accurate. Right. Um, and of course, we know like shows are gonna dramatize things for viewing purposes right so but i think considering that they stayed pretty act pretty active pretty, to the yep facts yep i read that they used transcripts from the Dahmer tapes essentially or right. like you know transcripts of the stuff that they used for the film or the right. show so yeah well good it's close enough so i'm gonna say yes yeah the shoe fits i would say so all right well, i'd then, say the shoe fits thank you for listening and we'll be back Yeah. Again, thanks for having me. Thanks. Okay. Bye.